Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, October 8, 2017, and I am your host, Renata. We will just open up in prayer. If you'd like to uh, read a scripture, start eight, or if you'd like to open us up in prayer, start eight. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, thanking you, Lord, for your goodness, your goodness, your grace, Lord, your mercy that's followed us all the days of our lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we know that we can come to you, Lord. We can cast our cares on you, Lord. You see everything we go through, Lord. You see how the enemy is trying to bring us down, Lord. You told us to come to you when we're heavy laden and that you would give us rest. Lord, we need your rest. We need your rest, Lord. We need your peace when we are in the midst of the battles, Lord, when we are trying to go about our lives and we're being targeted, Lord, and and people are trying to infiltrate into our homes, into our minds, Lord. We need your peace, Lord. We cast our cares on you, Lord, because we know that you care for us, Lord. You said you would never leave us, Lord. You would never forsake us, Lord. Help us to remember that, Lord, when we are in the midst of it all. Lord, that person who contacted me, who was ready to give up, Lord. I ask that you give her peace, Lord, that surpasses all understanding. Lord, give all of us peace, Lord. Help us, Lord, to endure to the end. Help us, Lord, to stand, Lord. When we feel like we can't stand, Lord, help us to stand. And when we when we have no more energy, Lord, to, to endure all of this, Lord, we know that you will carry us through like you always have. And we thank you, Lord. We claim the victory, Lord over every circumstance. We claim the victory, Lord, over our finances. We claim the victory over our loved ones, over our households, over our work situations, over this targeting, Lord. We claim the victory in your mighty name, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that young man on YouTube who's having an extremely hard time, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to just go with him, comfort him, Lord. Lord, lead him back to his YouTube video, Lord, so that he can respond to the question I left for him, Lord, so that we can reach out to him and help him, Lord. You told us that we should practice charity, Lord. We should practice love. We should be helpers to one another, Lord. Send people around him to help him, Lord. You see how the enemy is coming against him. Help him, Lord. Please send help for him. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for carrying all of us through this, Lord. We are heavy burden, Lord. We are heavy burden. This is not easy, Lord, but we must partake in your suffering, Lord. So we do it with honor, Lord. And we and we love you, Lord, and we're going to stand no matter what. We're going through it, Lord. We're going all the way. And at the end, we're going to hear, well done, that good and faithful servant, well done. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for each and every person you sent to this call. 
I thank you, Lord. I ask you to bestow your blessings upon them. I ask you to encamp your angels around them. I ask your Holy Spirit to guide us through every situation, Lord. Help us to practice wisdom, Lord. You said if any man lack wisdom, to let him ask, Lord. All we have to do is ask, and you said you would give it to us liberally. We need wisdom to get through this. We know we need to know when to speak and when to be quiet, Lord. We need to know when to react and when to respond. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding us through all of this, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Ooh, got a lot on my mind today. I know y'all can tell. But amen, amen, amen. Um, let's see. Scripture, scripture. Anyone have a scripture? Start eight. Start eight. Be ready. In season and out of season. Always have a scripture, a song on your lips, a scripture in your heart. Those scriptures carry us through sometimes, I'm telling you. Okay, this one is First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Okay, this scripture, First Peter 4 and 12, tells us none of this is strange. What you going through, what I'm going through, these are fiery trials. The Bible said these fiery trials come to try us as though some strange thing happened to you. It's not strange. Think it not strange, the scripture says. This is going to happen. If it does not happen in the form of targeting, it's going to happen in another way. It's not strange. It's a fiery trial. The Bible tells us that uh, tribulations, trials and tribulations, they come to to uh, test us, a testing of our faith. We got to have faith. This is a faith walk. Uh, 13 says, rejoice in as much. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be happy going through this targeting. <laughs> now, that seems strange, but that's what the Bible tells us. It says, rejoice. Inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, we're supposed to be happy that we are partaking in the suffering of Christ. He went through everything he went through for us. It should be an honor for us to give back in this small way. We're going through it as well. We're going to go through it because they see the Christ in us. Okay, the scripture says, when his glory is revealed, you may be glad. Okay, so when it's all said and done, you're going to be glad that you went through the suffering because your reward will be great. Your reward will be in heaven. It will be great. You will inherit the kingdom of God. So this scripture tells us be happy. Be happy because when the Lord reveals himself, you're going to be so glad. You're going to see that this wasn't so bad after all. So glad that you went through what you went through because your reward will be great. So hang in there. Hang in there, you guys. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Trust me. But we can do it. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Okay? And if you don't remember any other scripture, remember that one. 
because he gives us strength to endure. He gives us strength to just get up out of the bed in the morning. That can even be a challenge when you're going through all this persecution. Believe me, I know. Okay, amen. Let's see. Okay, welcome. I want to welcome everybody to the call. We may have less people today because of the time change. And again, I want to say uh, with this time change, hopefully this will not <coughs> last forever. But for now, I have an obligation from 11 to noon, which is 11, 12, 1, which is 2, two, uh, two to 3 Eastern time. Okay, and I have the obligation on Sundays, unfortunately. Um, so it ends exactly when this call is due to begin, but I need time to drive back home. Okay. So that means I'm going to be a little late. Now, some Sundays, my husband should be able to take care of it, but, um, he could not do it today. So I had to do it. So last week we talked about moving the call to the morning, uh, nine Pacific, 12 Eastern or later in the afternoon, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We did a little vote on that. And actually, it was a tie. (laughs) Have one to do in the morning, the other have one to do in the afternoon. But what came to me was just try to keep the call as close to the time as possible. That way it won't inconvenience anyone because someone was saying last week that they're in a whole other country and if we move it, you know, a lot, it would affect him. He wouldn't be able to come at all. So, We'll try to keep it as close to um, to the normal starting starting time, which was 12 uh, Pacific and 3 Eastern. Try to keep it as close as possible. So I uh, started at 12.30 today. So, I, But I don't know if it's going to be like that every week. So please click into the invite because I send the meeting. Uh, no, not meeting. I'm not at work for now. <laughs> send me. I send the um, announcements for this call on Saturdays. When you see it, actually click into it, because I know a lot of people don't click into it. That's why I'm saying that. Click into it, because every week I'm going to tell you what time the call is going to start. So if you noticed, the one um, that I sent out yesterday, it said that it was start at 12.30 p.m. today, Pacific, 3.30 Eastern. Okay, I actually put that on there, but I think you're going to have to click into it to actually see that. I put it in two places, so you may have seen it on the outside. I'm not sure, but it may fluctuate from week to week, okay? So, uh, but I'm going to try to just try to keep it close to this time. So, we were only 30 minutes late today. That's not too bad, and everybody's used to this, this time frame, so I think that'll work out better. Hopefully this won't go on forever, but for now, it is what it is. Um, okay, so welcome to all the visitors. If if you are uh, here and you're a visitor, thank you so much. Last week there were a couple visitors. The week before there were a couple visitors. So uh, thank you for coming to the call. Uh, we hope that it exceeds your expectations. We hope that it gives you the support you need to to keep going to keep going because uh, you deserve to keep going and you should keep going on with your life. Sometimes we just need a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of support. And sometimes we need a lot of support. So hopefully you will get that uh, support here. Um, It's really very important, I think, in my opinion, to talk about 
what's happening. It's not complaining. It's not you feeling sorry for yourself. And sometimes we do complain, and sometimes we do feel sorry for ourselves. Um, and that's okay, too, as long as we don't stay in that place. Okay, so talking about it, hearing other people's perspectives, uh, people being able to um, share their experiences, that's, that's what we do here, and try to find mo- uh, ways to move forward. That's the most important thing. Try to find um, coping skills to just cope and get through it. Once we get strong, a whole lot can happen, okay? Then we feel empowered to actually stand up for ourselves and get into activism and things like that. So that's that's the purpose of this call, okay? Not to not to only just stay on these calls, because sometimes, I honestly, I get really tired of just coming to the calls and, and, and talking about the same stuff, but it it can empower us to go to the next level, which is to stand up, take a stand against this stuff, um, and expose it and try to actually get some help for this. I know that seems impossible, but nothing's impossible with God. So we should at least try. We don't want to buy into learn helplessness. We want to try to get help for this. That's the purpose of, of this call to for all of us to get stronger, you know, so we can do what we have to do to get this to stop. Okay. Um, there's more than one way to join the call. You can call in, which most people have done. Um, if you'd like to speak, that's what you need to do. Or if you're not close to a computer, you can call in and listen on your phone. You can also join in on the chat room uh, when the call is live by going to TalkShoe.com and putting in the code 114-616, clicking on Conversations and Support, and you will be joined to the to the chat room. If you would, If you hear anything that you'd like to comment on, you can type it in the chat room, and I will try to catch it. Sometimes the chat is moving a little fast. But uh, I will try to catch it, and I will read it for you. Um, You can also listen back to the archives. If you missed the call, you can go back at your convenience and uh, go to TalkToYou.com, put in the code 114-616, click on Conversations and Support, and you will see the archives there, okay? There's years worth of archives. Let's see, what else? Uh, one of the TIs, uh, I meant to mention this a couple of weeks ago, she wants everyone to know that there are self-help books out there. If you feel like you need support, or uh, uh, there's a lot of therapists, psychiatrists, uh, people who have gone through things, even other TIs who have written books that can possibly help you in any uh, area that you feel like you need extra support in besides these calls. And I thought that that was a good suggestion because I used to read self-help books all the time. When I was a teenager, I read tons of them. And so she's right. They they can be very instrumental in helping you to move forward in whatever area you need to move forward in. And maybe it has nothing to do with targeting. Maybe you've gone through some things in your life, which most of us have, some unpleasant experiences um, from the past, maybe you want to try to clear that up because I know that a lot of TIs really prefer not to go to therapists, but I will say if you find one that you connect with, then that might be an avenue that you want to pursue. Um, you don't always have to talk about targeting when you go to a therapist. You can talk about whatever else you want to talk about. You know, it could be some things you're going on uh, that's going on in your personal life, some things from your past, uh, area that you want to get stronger in, you know, you don't have to talk about targeting. 
but that's up to you if you want to do that or not. But ask this um, uh, this person share with me. Uh, she wants you guys to know that self-help books are out there. Very true, very true, and they can be very, very helpful. Um, else? Oh, also I wanted to say in in the area of self-help, in this information age and everything's on the Internet, you can also find a lot of very good YouTube videos in whatever given area you want to uh, learn more about. Uh, also, there's a lot of articles and blogs out there as well from different uh, therapists and people in the know. Okay, so for the person who shared that, thank you for that. I've been meaning to mention it. Also, I mentioned last week, I think, that there is a um, TI in the New Jersey area who is looking for a uh, contractor to work on her house. And also, she'd like uh, to have some electrical work done. So if you are, if you are an electrician, a licensed electrician, um, or a licensed contractor that knows how to do home repairs, send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com, and I will pass that information to her, okay, and put home repairs or something in the um, subject matter. So I will, I will see your email right away. Let's see. With me, oh my gosh, my I had a really, really rough week last week, you guys. You know, um, most TIs know that sometimes the targeting will come in peaks. You know, it'll it'll be leveled off where you know nothing earth shattering is happening, and you you know they're still targeting you, but it's at a level you can manage. Okay, but sometimes. <laughs> It can get really rough, and that's how my week was last week. Um, just it was just day after day. It was just day after day after. Day. It was just so so much. It was so much. It was so much going on. Um, but I just want to thank God for getting me through it. I really do. It came to me that I needed to walk. I really needed to walk because I'm I'm into walking. I'm into walking. So. I did some extra walking last week. I went out to the marina and dealt with the targeting and all of that. But I still did it because I knew that's what I had to do for me. And and I did again this morning. I walked the stairs at the lake this morning. And I actually did more than I usually do there because I usually walk them once because it has to be, if it's not 100 stairs, it's very close to 100 stairs. A lot of people walk those stairs. Um so I did that this morning, and I usually do it once, but I did it two and a half times. And then I realized how far away my car was parked. <laughs> when I walked to the stairs, I didn't realize how far my car was parked. But when I walked back, after I was tired, it felt like my car was 10 miles away, but it wasn't. But um, I'm glad I did that because that really, really makes me feel better just to be out in nature and you know, I had to get myself back to the place where I need to be because it was rough. Last week was rough. The targeting was rough, rough, rough. So um, stay up on whatever your regimen is for taking care of yourself. It could be earthing. It could be grounding. It could be magnets. It could be whatever you do. Um, do it. And do it even on those good days because that's storing up storing up what you need for later. You know, you don't know when you're going to need to fall back on that. And I say that because I know that certain situations, um, the meditation 
is really helping me. It's, it's helping even when I think it's not helping is what I'm trying to say. So stay up on whatever practice you have to take care of yourself. Don't don't waver on that. We have got to take care of ourselves. Okay, and I think that is it. my question. I had a couple questions, actually. Here's a quote. This quote is from Frederick Douglass. It says, the soul that is within me, no man can degrade. Frederick Douglass. Okay? Can't touch your soul. They cannot touch your soul. Okay. Um... I did not pray for the victims and their families of the Las Vegas um, concert shooting. I meant to. Because that was a tragedy that should not have happened. That was a really, really, really um, tragic moment. And um, that's one of our questions. I, I, I have to confess, I didn't read a lot about it. I didn't read a lot about that, um, but I did see it on the news. I do know what happened. Um, there were what, 58 people dead. That that should not have happened. Oh gosh, that shouldn't have happened. And hundreds, I believe, were injured. So the question of the day is, what's your thoughts on that? Anything that you want to say about that? Um, condolences to the victims and their families. Uh, do you think that this person was um, a Manchurian candidate, a mind control person? Uh, I, again, I didn't follow it very closely, but from what I heard, he was kind of like a loner type. And I think he had a girlfriend, and he sent the girlfriend to the Philippines, and now they're investigating her. I, again, I don't know much about it, but just on quick glance at all of it, I really don't think that lady knew what he was going to do when he, because she said he sent her at the last minute, like, surprise, got a ticket for you to go home to see your family to the Philippines. And so she went, not thinking anything of it. Um, I really don't think that lady had anything to do with that. I really don't. But they're investigating her now. So, and one of the things about this world is they want someone to pay. And so I'm praying that if that lady did not have anything to do with it, that she's not the one that's going to pay for what he did because I think that they're working on convicting her and putting her in prison for it, which, I mean, if she has something to do with it, then, yeah, she should go to jail. But, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just know it was very tragic. It should not have happened. Um, I want to encourage everyone to know the signs of mind control do not be in denial if you are under heavy mind control. I believe that everyone is under mind control. So let's just be clear on that. Everybody is, whether you are targeted in the way we are or not. Um, there's a lot of mind control going on in this world. Because Satan wants to control us. And um, once someone has your mind, they have you, okay? They have you. That's why you must never give in to this. You must always fight it because if they have your mind, they got you. They got you. Uh, But don't be in denial about the level of mind control you're under. 
Do not be in denial about that because it is a fact that people can be programmed. And a lot of programming happens in our sleep. Um, Even if you are like I used to be to say I only get the stalking, which I know better than that now, but in the beginning that's what I thought. Uh, Even the tactics that's being used, that's being deployed out there, excuse me, those are mind control tactics, you guys, and I think you guys know that. But uh, we'll just use color stalking because that's pretty popular uh, in this community. Um, that's used to mind control you. That's that's behavior modification. That's 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 meant to modify your behavior. There's a lot that goes on out there when we're just trying to walk down the street or drive down the street. There's a lot, and it's all geared towards controlling your mind, controlling your actions. So be clear on that. Do your research and don't be in denial. You have to take care of yourself. Do not think that you are strong enough to deal with all this without doing something to take care of yourself. There, I know Lala, I don't know if she doesn't mind me saying, because she said here before, she prefers magnets. She believes that the magnets really, really help her. I know others that say that as well. So um, whatever it is, it helps you. You guys know for me, it's prayer, it's my faith in God, it's all of that, you know, the meditation, all of that. It's what it is for me, grounding, everything, doing things that I enjoy, all that, okay? Whatever it is for you, you need to do it. And if it's not working, you need to do some research or whatever, talk to somebody, whatever you need to do, and try some things differently because we cannot continue to have these mass killings. These people who were at that concert, they didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve it. They had nothing to do with whatever. Now, I don't know if this man was targeted. I have no idea. you know. And then it came to my mind, too, that sometimes the children, be it young children, middle-aged children, adult children, sometimes they suffer the sins of the father. Now, I say that because I heard a report that his father, this guy's father, was a bank robber. He broke out of jail. He was like this bad guy. Maybe he's he maybe he was targeted because of something the father did. I have no idea. I haven't researched. I don't know. I don't even really care to go into deep research on that. But take care of yourself, you guys. Take care of yourself because these people are out here to destroy. And they will use whatever vehicle is available to do their destruction. And if you are that vehicle that's available, they'll use you. They will work on a person's mind for years and years. And if you know that you are not at that stability level that you need to be, do not get a handgun. Please don't. Do not plot to kill people. Do not think, if you have a thought of of harming people, harming yourself or harming others, you are under heavy mind control. We do not want to see your face on the news. We do not want to hear your name on the news. We do not want to hear that you killed up anybody, not even one person, much less hundreds. We don't want to hear it. Take care of yourself. 
Get the support you need. If you can't get the support you need, create the support you need. That's what I did. I knew I needed support. That's why you guys are here, and I thank you so much because you support me every week. You support me, and I thank you for it. Get the support you need, you guys, please. This is this is getting worse and worse and worse. It is terrible. It is it is it is shameful what these people do to people. And I'm not giving that guy an excuse because we have to take responsibility for ourselves. This guy planned this. That's horrible. He planned this for a long time. And I don't want any of you guys. And I, 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 I heard some stories about some TIs. Don't do it, you guys. Please don't do it. Don't do it. I don't care who you think is against you. I don't care what they're doing to you. You got to take the high road. You cannot just assume. I'm going to tell you, these people will plant things in your head to make you think someone is against you, to make you think someone is doing something to you. You can use all the devices you want to to try to prove this person. Don't do it. Don't hurt anybody, you guys, please. And don't hurt yourself. Don't. I can't say it enough because it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. This is, uh, we've all seen the movie Manchurian Candidate. That stuff is real. That stuff can happen for real, and it does happen for real. People are programmed. They're trying to program us every day. So if you are a targeted person and you're just getting up in the morning and you're going on with your life, and for that matter, some people are not even getting sleep. You, if you're not, If you're not going to sleep, you're really susceptible to the mind control. You got to get sleep, okay? If you're just getting up in the morning, you're going on about your life, you're not doing one ounce of self-care, nothing. You're not praying. You're not doing positive affirmations. And I'm not suggesting you have to do these things, but I'm just mentioning these things. You're not exercising. You're not eating right. You're not talking to anyone for support. You're not processing any of this. You are at a very high risk for your mind to be used. You're just sitting in the house. You're isolated because if you go outside, they're going to target me. Who cares? You better get outside and breathe in the chemtrails, okay? Because breathing in the chemtrails is a little bit better than staying in the house, isolated, in the dark, in your room, doing nothing by yourself, allowing your mind to be free and open to whatever wants to come in, being programmed by the television, programmed by the music, whatever, okay, programmed by the voices in your head. Take care of yourself. Do what you have to do. I don't know what each individual person has to do because I don't know what everybody's dealing with, but do it. Find some shielding. Do whatever. I talk to so many people. I can't, I can't, I can't. It gets so frustrating, so tiring for me to hear person after person. I tried that. That don't work. I can't. I tried. This is not going to work. I already tried this. They're torturing me. I don't know what to do. I can't. This person is after me. This person, I know this person is involved in my targeting. Look, I don't have magic, okay? I'm trying to get through over here. <laughs> I'm, trust me, I do a lot. This lady on YouTube asked me, what do you do? How did you get strong? What do you do? And I started writing it down. It was it was pages, pages. It takes a lot to take care of ourselves. 
So I can't tell you what to do because I'm over here trying to allow the Lord to lead me on what I need to do. I don't know. You know, I, I, I mean, I know some basic things, but everybody's situation is different. So whatever it's going to take for you, I'm telling you to do it. Every day, do it. I did not want to walk those stairs this morning two and a half times, but I did it. You know why? Because it makes me feel good when I exercise. It makes me feel good to walk. Something about walking, I love walk. I have always loved to walk. Little girl, I would just walk, 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 walk. I love to walk. I like being out in nature, love to walk. Okay, but I don't feel like it. Everything's hurting. Everything on my body is hurting. But I did it because I know that that's going to help me mentally. It's all about keeping your mentality strong. They're coming against it with everything they got. They're coming against you. I'm telling you, I was out there this morning. They're everywhere doing all kinds of stuff. Trust me, everything. But I did it anyway because this experience is about me. Your experience is about you. Now, if you want them to set you up to have you in prison somewhere or kill you like they will do if you go around doing this bizarre stuff, then have at it because that's what they're going to do. They're going to kill you in the street like a dog. That's what they're going to do. I'm sorry. I'm being graphic because this is serious. This is like every week on the news. It's ridiculous. And I'm looking at this knowing that these people are programmed. These people are programmed. Now, if you want to die in the street with thousands of bullets in your body, hundreds of bullets, have at it, okay, because that is what is going to happen. And then your loved ones are going to suffer the repercussions of what you did because now they have to live on this earth. You dead and gone, but now they have to live with that. And these people who are dying have not one thing to do with your targeting, none, nothing. They don't even know you. So come out of the programming. Break the programming. We can break it. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. I know I can, and I know you can. Challenging? Yes, very challenging. But I already know that God's will is going to be done in my life. Not their will. God's will will be done in my life because I claim it, and you have to claim it. And it is not his will that we go shooting up, stabbing up, or anything else to innocent people. Don't do it. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry that I went on that rant because I didn't plan to. But somebody needs to hear it because there's a lot of programming going on in the community. The attack on us is personal. It's a person. There is a personal attack on me, and I'm very clear on it. I see it every day. There's a personal attack on you. You see it every day. Some people who are being mind controlled, the attack is not as personal. They're being mind controlled through the television, through the celebrities, through the music, that kind, okay? Mass, mass mind control. Ours is personal. So that means we have to take care of ourselves even more. We cannot fall into the traps that are set for us. We cannot give into the voices that we hear in our heads, okay? We cannot buy into the subliminal messaging. We cannot buy into the confrontations that they try to set up, which I dealt with a lot last week. Can't do it. Can't buy into the triggers. I dealt with that a whole lot last week. Can't do it. 
You've got to stay grounded. You have to listen to the people around you who care for you. If people see something, trust them. Because when we are in it, we may not see it. If you believe that someone cares for you, which a lot of us don't even have people around us like that anymore, but for those of you who do, and someone's trying to bring something to your attention, listen. Because if you're dealing with heavy mind control, you don't see things clearly. And I'm just saying, we don't want this kind of stuff to keep happening. And then it keeps coming back to, oh, that person was one of those tinfoil hat people, you know? We don't want that. We'll need that. People are dead. They, they're not coming back. Those people had nothing. Those people went to a concert. They had nothing to do with anything. And it's just sad to me. It's so sad. Star 8, I'm sorry, because I could go on and on. I just, feels, I, I just feel so bad about that. Hi, Jerome. Yes, um, happy Sunday, uh, Renata. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. And with that said, um, I'm probably going to be hated for this, but my opinion. And uh, there's so much going on with the government, of uh, uh, your government and the government of the United States. They're trying to pass so many bills, you know, so many laws. They're trying to revamp the Constitution. They're trying to really take away people's personal rights. So I have an open mind regarding these things, just like I have an open mind regarding uh, 9-11. They're, try, they're proving it more and more every day that what we thought happened really didn't happen. It was a, an elaborate stage, an elaborate production by the United States government to um, increase policing powers, to increase military powers, and to allow America to invade other countries to take away their natural resources because their finances so... Um, you have to keep in mind that all is not as it seems with the government. You, they do a lot of uh, role-playing. They call it false news, and people get pulled in, and people get passionate, and people say, why did, this thing, why did these things happen? Yeah, bear in mind, they're trying, to, they're trying to change people's personal rights, and that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to restore democracy because it took a lot of men, a lot of men in fatigue, a lot of men in uniforms. They had to fight to instill, they had to fight to get that, you know, put into effect. They fought to do fight to keep democracy alive and to increase people's democracy. Now it's a very satanic society. Now it's a very authoritarian society. The government is trying to be dictators over the people. So people are not going to go along just naturally and say, fine, take away your personal rights. It's going to take a lot of stage work. It's going to take a lot of theatrics, okay? So what I'm saying in not so many words, did this thing really happen? If this thing happened, why did it happen again? Wasn't there a big shoot-up at the What's-Her-Name's um, concert? Why would they not take more precautions in concerts now? Why would they not have more security? Why would they not have more... Um, increased uh, attention on these concerts where there's going to be a lot of numbers? Well, a couple of weeks ago, 
we listened to the video by o- o- Ole Oligard, and he talked about how there are actual it did happen. What a that, grave that atrocity on mankind. What a disgrace on the human kind. Say that this thing actually happened again, if it did happen. Okay? But why am I on this tangent? Let me tell you what I'm, why I'm on this tangent. Because sometimes the news goes through, and if you have an awareness, if you have a clear mind, you see things that are going on as the event is going on. And I saw this woman as she was running towards the camera with a big smile on her face, right? And I say, that's kind of odd because she is actually under, she's supposed to be under duress. She's supposed to be under threat. She's running away from, from bullet fire. Why would she be a big smile on her face unless she was mentally deranged or mentally not stable? That's a possibility. Okay, but um, it's just, it looked kind of odd. And then when they re-ran it, they did the same footage, but when she came into camera view, they cut it. So they censored it. They censored that woman that was smiling as she ran into the camera, right? So um, if, if it happened, God have mercy on the state of the world and on mankind. If it really happened, may God bless us all. Um, may I hope this is not the new standard. But you have to keep an open mind as to what's going on, okay? They're trying to eliminate the USA right to bear arms, to bear arms. So it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of effort. People are not going to let go of their democracy just like that. They're going to fight to and nail, and they have to have substantial things. And if it can't be proven or if they don't have something substantial, they will fabricate it. Don't forget what the government's all about. Like, it's good to have, a, you know, the U.S. government is not as, not as bad as some governments of the world. So, you know, uh, it's not, I'm not beating down America. I'm not beating down Canada. I'm glad where I live. There's a lot of liberties and there's a lot of freedom that we have uh, in this country, in Canada and in the United States. But I'm saying they're trying to whittle that back. So people have to keep an open mind. Did this really happen? Did this event really happen? Like, I was watching, and this kind of jolted me to life. What, why is she smiling? So it kind of put this little doubt in my head of did this thing really happen? And it happened before. Why would it happen again? Why would it, Why would they not have more uh, severe security or more uh, attentive or more, you know, or increase the this or increase that? Why could they... I think your phone went out, Jerome. Okay, so um, in not so many words, I'm just and if this happened, and if it's not false news, and, you know, where was the blood? Where is the carnage? They love to get into that and show the public, shock the public, like this is happening. I didn't see any of that. I just saw a gun, I just heard gunfire and people running. They didn't really show anything as as to what's going on. Is it is it on the internet? No. Usually they have uncensored versions of it on the internet. I haven't seen anything to confirm or or deny that this really happened. Was this an act? But okay, off, uh, you know, uh, as my mind sees it. Uh, so uh, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying it didn't happen. If it did happen, very unfortunate. But if it, you know, you got to keep that open mind also. 
that it could possibly be government uh, propaganda or just an elaborate theater presentation like 9-11 was. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, Jerome. Okay, so um, what I was uh, going to say earlier, a couple of weeks ago we listened to uh, a YouTube video by a gentleman named Ali Oligarch. I think that's how you say his name. And he talks about exactly what Jerome is describing. He talks about how there are actual agencies who hire crisis actors, and they they do these kind of things. They put on these grand productions, basically. I don't know if this was one of those things. I have a hard time believing that every single person at that concert, because there was a scheduled concert, um, that every single person at that concert was a crisis actor. Maybe there were some crisis actors there. I don't know. Um, But I do know that real mass killings do happen and that they really do program people and use people as Manchurian candidates, which I believe was the case here. There may have been some crisis actors there. Like Jerome said, he saw a woman smirking and smiling and there was nothing to smirk and smile about. Um, so, yes, I, I do believe that they possibly send people, you know, to, to put on these different types of productions, at least according to this guy, Ali Oligard, and I've heard that kind of stuff before. Um, <clears throat> but, again, they do and they will program people to, do, to carry out these sort of things. Uh, so my point is just don't let that person they program be you. And now I'm talking to anybody. I'm not talking to Jerome. I'm just saying because they will pick somebody who is not so stable. You know, they've already been mind controlling them for years, and they'll they'll use you if you let them. They will. Um, is there a hidden agenda behind a lot of this stuff? Absolutely, I believe that there is, and I think one of the main agendas now is to get the guns off the streets because. A lot of private citizens can outpower the law enforcement because they have all these weapons and things, as was the case with this guy. He had, according to them, they had all, he had all these weapons. Um, so yeah, there there's definitely agendas to lock it down. I think that whenever they focus on certain areas, like right now, it seems to be concerts. I think that that. In my mind, that they're working on taking control of that type of venue. You know what I mean? Like now, they want to start. Uh, maybe they want to start frisking every person that comes in the concert. In the concerts, it's all a new world order takeover. That's how I see it. It's all a new world order takeover. We went to the movies a couple of weeks ago, and well, we went yesterday, but this this time was a different theater a couple of weeks ago. And they made us choose our seats. Like you would go to a concert and they'll show you the seating map. That's what they are doing now at the movie theater. And I see that as a form of control. This is just another way of them knowing every single thing you're doing. Now you need to know exactly where I'm sitting in the movie theater. You know, so it's all control. It's all about control. So, yes, I do agree with some of what you said, Jerome. Um, but I, I personally, I think this is this is something that really happened. If it, Whether it was orchestrated or not, I don't know. But I think that people really did die. I do. Star 8, if you would like to speak. 
Hi, James. Hello, James. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I um, I appreciate what uh, Jerome said, mm-hmm. and I was going to talk about the same thing, that this was um, really orchestrated. And, uh, you know, you got to think about things. Like, uh, I'll just add to the things that Jerome said. Why Why did this man have, like, 20 guns in his room, and he only fired one? Why, you know, and why was, how was there, uh, you know, people are talking about gun control. Why were there machine guns, fully automatic machine guns, when nobody can actually get those anymore? They were outlawed, or they are outlawed. That's impossible. And this man who, Paddock, I think his name is Steve Paddock. Well, well, let me just say something about the machine gun thing. I, From what I saw in the news, they said that he rigged a regular kind of rifle or gun or whatever. I know uh, they, I know that. Machine gun. I know they had to say that because people picked up on it. And also, you know, before they, you know, like at Sandy Hook, they didn't have any deaths, but this time they had deaths and, uh, it was because, um, uh, you know, probably because of um, activists talking about it. So they ha- they d- did have some deaths, but it wasn't 59. It was probably only, uh, you know, a few. There was a man shooting into the crowd from ground level. They even have pictures of him shooting into the crowd with, a, with some kind of gun. And um, so they're, yeah, they're doing the, this to... Um, you know, they had the shooting in the church one time. They, that was, you know, for black people. They they have different ethnicities, shootings for that ethnicity only, like for Spanish people and uh, gun rights people. This was the one for gun rights people who, you know, enjoy, like the Second Amendment. They want their their guns. A lot of these people were you know, that go to these kind of concerts are that kind of person. Um, what else? Oh, there, there's many videos on false flag operations. This was definitely a false flag staged event. And the government has to really stop doing this, actually, um, uh, Homeland Security. So I want everybody to think about Homeland Security personnel. And what does Homeland Security actually do? besides staging events like this and chasing us around, I think you'll realize that they don't really do anything but those stupid things. They're just, they're a a useless organization of thousands, you know, I don't know, over 50,000 people and they've got, they're spread all over and, um, you know, they're chasing us around, they're chasing targeted individuals around. That's a false flag operation. Because um, they want, they're infiltrating neighborhoods and they want their people in your neighborhood and they want to tell them, oh yeah, harass this targeted individual. It's like, uh, you know, pitting the whole neighborhood against against a, a few people and saying they're evil and spreading lies. Meanwhile, they've already infiltrated your neighborhood and, the, and they've got you diverted from normal activities to some stupid false flag event, which 
they can easily kill the target individual. They can render them unconscious or anything. But they want the people to help out with this and to actually um, engage them in stupid, meaningless activities and give them money as like some incentive, like some carnival barker, you know, we're uh, handing out trinkets and prizes. That's what they're doing. My neighbor got boats, got a boat. My neighbor got a boat and a motorcycle. You know, we and they, and they're uh, and, and then they have these people attacking us, and they think they're doing something for the country. Meaning, meanwhile, they're just greedy. And if the people stop long enough to think about it, they are really greedy morons. And the police doing this to us, um, if they stop to think about it, what they're doing to the country, this is the Phoenix program, and they're terrorizing the citizens. The citizens are terrorized because they see the police doing nothing to help a certain group of people, the targeted individuals, and the targeted individuals are dying. And uh, just like, you know, World War II, the, the Holocaust, it's that kind of thing, and these stupid people are helping to uh, subjugate these poor individuals who are dying from these idiots, and they can't understand that who would actually do this but deranged, psychotic people. Um, that's that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, James. Okay, start eight. Thank you. Start eight if you would like to speak. You can talk about anything, you guys. This is just a uh, um, big news for this week. So, uh, hello. Make sure anyone who wants to talk about it can. Yes. Hi, Lauren. How, how are you? I'm fine, Renata. I got a new new headphones. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we hear you fine. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I got a good pair. Uh, Renata, I, I do believe it is a tragedy. Uh, without said. But there's some things that just didn't make sense. If the guy was 64, how did he get all those guns when most hotels have those magnetic doors? I mean, especially in Sin City, it's all about money there. Um, there was no, you know, you can just walk in a hotel carrying the weight of that type of, of all those weapons. Wouldn't it draw attention? I was like, how did he even get past the door with all that? Much I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, maybe he gradually took the stuff up there over yeah. a period of time. I'm not sure. Oh. Is that, he spent a lot of time in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I guess I okay, gambling a lot. Um, but uh, I do believe that uh, this new world order, whatever this scene is, trust me, they will sacrifice the death of people if it furthers their agenda. You know how mm-hmm. they need to think what what sixty people did if that's going to further get us to right. have right. gun control. Get you know what I'm trying to say exactly. Yeah. And that when James just said about the World War II Hitler, a lot of people, you guys, got killed to further their agenda because most people don't um, forget Germany was a democratic country. He went in and totally dismantled a lot of their laws. The Jewish population, trust me, a lot of laws were erected before they could just be put on those trains. A lot mm-hmm. They were subjugated to their rights being as we as target individuals. I, again, I still like to call us persecuted saints, but uh, 
again, are not our rights being totally obliterated? I can't even really look at police officers too much anymore. Um, this thing is wovening, in my opinion, it parallels and correlates to end days. It's, it's also the spiritual aspect of it is true. I mean, even if I wasn't spiritual, I could read the Bible. Are these things happening in present day? And I, I still have to intelligently go, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, I just, and we are, mind control, Renata, is very heavy. And something else, everyone, I, this is my personal opinion, every aspect and vector that we want to go in is, I think, is heavily mind controlled. We, we can focus on the outside, our perks, bureaucracies, agencies that come against us, maybe taken over, maybe traffickers for money. But we also have to be just a little bit more aware they have infiltrated targeted individual groups as well. Oh, yeah. And that is because they want, I mean, that would make sense. I got to get close to you to make sure you find out what you're doing. And I believe to do that heavily mind control, and some are more skilled of guiding others, we cannot seem to group together or, shall I even say, have the tenacity to even want to be activists. So heavy. That's all I wanted to share. Thank you so much, Lauren. You're welcome. Okay, anyone else want to talk about anything? Does not matter. Talk about whatever you want. How was your week last week? Mine was rough. Whew, mine was rough. Thank God I got through it, though. Hello? Hi, Clarissa. Hello? Hello. Clarissa Hi, can, can, can you hear me? Yes, I can now. Okay. Um, I'm new to the call, and I just wanted to introduce myself, if that would be okay. Yes, yes. Welcome to the call. Thank you for coming. Okay. First of all, I would like to thank you for allowing me to um, join in on the call. Um, mm-hmm. my, name, my name is Clarissa Cherry, and I live in Chula Vista, I'm about 15 minutes from San Diego and five minutes from the Mexican border. Okay. Um, I I have been a targeted individual for 20 years. Um, my son is also a target. Um, he was seven years uh, old at the. I'm sorry. I was going to say, how old's your son? Go ahead. Um, he was seven at the time. Now he is 27. Um, my targeting is very unusual is different from most. I'm in the gang stalking program, which is 24-7 surveillance, um, electromagnetic equipment, military equipment. Uh, my targeting is 24 hours per day uh, mm-hmm. for 20 years. Um, I know 100% for sure that this is happening to me. Um, the first two years was the hardest. Um, I lost friendship and family members have distanced themselves. Um, I've been completely isolated is how they want me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the second time that I was actually able to speak to anyone about my situation. Um, in 1997, when it all began, um, I pleaded with my brother uh, for help. Um, I had no clue as to why I was being targeted and harassed so aggressively. Uh, my brother kind of just took it like it was a joke. Um, and still to this day, he has not been able to honestly 
tell me that, you know, he believes me now after so much time um, have went on now that he can see. Um, I'm not on the call for sympathy or for anyone to agree or disagree with me. Um, What's going on with me is that I am a true targeted individual. Um, I'm glad that I'm able to talk to someone about it, anyone, just someone to listen because it seems like no one wants to listen. Um, People find excuses. Oh, I'm busy or I'm not going to be home or whatever, you know, and this goes for like family members that I thought, you know, that are me so I could talk to them about my situation. Um, I've learned that targeting varies from one day. There may not be any targeting, and then out of nowhere, there could be experienced uh, major targeting targeting, uh, for days or for weeks. Um, It seems like my targeting never ends. It's every day. Um, I want to reassure everybody on this call that I am not a part of the gang stalking or perk or anything. Um, I believe that this all started with a job that I worked at a retail store back in 1997. And I believe that um, the officials is a government program. Um, I've heard many of times, you know, about it being broadcast, you know, people talking, everybody got something to say. Um, It's just so much hatred behind it. Um, The officials that are doing it, they they say it's some type of investigation going on. I have reached out to FBI, to the court system, um, to figure out if it is an investigation, you know, how long is an investigation supposed to last? Um, It's been 20 years. Um, They all tell me, well, we don't have you on our list. You're not being investigated for anything. Um, There's nothing going on. So these people are just secretly hiding, um, want everybody to feel that there's something going on, which there's nothing going on because I have reached out um, to these people. Um, I've been looking for support systems here where I live at. I haven't found anybody, any targeted support systems, so I don't know if anybody had any in mind. Like I said, I, I live in Chula Vista, which is close to San Diego. Um, so I just kind of wanted to share my story, just a little bit of my story today. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Chula Vista. Okay, so San Diego. So you're right there on the border, huh? You probably right. really get targeted down that way. Right. I'm like five minutes away from the from the border. And does your son know exactly um, where you are? Yes, I've been down that way before. Uh, mm-hmm. Does your son, does he live with you? My son, he stays with me on and off. Um, he was seven. He was a child when it happened. So as a child, he wasn't really picked with until he became an adult, you know, and school was over. Everything stopped for him. And then he did notice, like, certain things and certain people's behavior. Of course, we don't have friends that we can fight when we're young and then we can make back up five minutes later. Um, he's kind of sort of aware of it, but he really doesn't know. And I have tried to talk to him slowly, little by little, about it. Um, I am I am an African female woman, so my son, you know, I don't want him to go on a rampage not understanding things when things happen to him. Um, I try to just talk to him about, you know, well, this is how it is. You're grown. This is how people is. Everybody is not your friend. 
you know, I try to help him along, and he gets a lot of it, too, like working. He's had so many jobs, but it becomes so stressful for him that he just quit the job. Well, do you think that it would help him to to learn about the program so he knows what he's dealing with? Because I I just found that uh, once you know, then you can do Uh your research, and it opens up your understanding about all of it. Right. Um, I have been trying to tell him about it. I don't know if his mindset would be different if I did that. Um, With him knowing, like exactly knowing the full amount of it, Um, when things happen, I try to talk to him about it because I don't want him to think, oh, well, I'm a target. Well, people are doing this because of that and have him act out in some type of bad way. Well, you know um, your son better than, I mean, we don't know him at all. You know your son. Right. Um, right. But, okay, so I'm just trying to think of a creative way because I do know that once we open our understanding to this, it becomes more manageable. I don't know about easier, right. but more, more manageable. So do you think that if you shared with him, and maybe you have already, I don't know, mm-hmm. if you say, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of strange things were happening in my life, meaning you, Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did some research, and this is what I found. But you're saying right. that it's happened to you. And then right. maybe it will resonate with him and say, wait a minute, maybe that's happening to me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. You think you think that would help? Yeah, I can try that tactic with him because I know about his working situation, and I tell him the same thing. This is what happened to me at work because that's how it started in 1997 when I worked for a major retail. That's what my targeting started when I had complained about a supervisor that was harassing me. So it seems like every job he gets, the same thing is happening to him. Now, he just started working, and he likes his job because he don't have to work so much with people that will just irritate him or do things to make him quit, to make him quit. I really think it might be helpful for him to just know what's going on. So I think if you, uh-huh. maybe if you just say, you know, I used to go through this stuff at work and then I looked it up. Just let right. some kind of way bring the whole program into it. I looked it up on the internet and right. this is what I found out. It's called workplace harassment. And there's a group of uh-huh. people who says it happens to them more and they're called targeted individuals. And when I looked that right. up, this is what I found. You know what I mean? But, I thought right. for me, I could, I got to the point where I couldn't watch my children being, and I'm just saying for me, I could yeah. not watch my children being targeted and mm-hmm. me not let them know what was happening to them because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to internalize it, to think that it was them, something wrong mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to wonder, like, why is everybody turning on me? Yeah. Why don't I have friends? Why right. is all this stuff happening? And my children were were younger mm-hmm. when, when I told them. I still right. have not told them everything, but I tell mm-hmm. them on a need-to-know basis because I was beginning to observe them being targeted. Right. So and you I think know, your kids are targeted too? Oh, I know mine are. I know for a fact my children are, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started young, like you said, with your son. Uh-huh. It started young in elementary uh-huh. school, and now right. my son is um, my son is soon to be 22, and my daughter is uh, 17. Uh-huh. And they've known since, they've known, my son was in high school. He was probably about the 10th, 11th grade when we told him. 
And my mm-hmm. daughter was probably about in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could not watch them be targeted because without letting them know what was happening to them because uh, it, it's also quite dangerous because right. they, could, they could involve themselves with people who were sent to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like yeah. the joke's on you. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's almost yeah. like this secret that everybody everybody's in on this secret except you. You know, and I just wasn't going to let my children go through life with this happening and them thinking that something's wrong with them or not being aware or not knowing what to look out for Mm -hmm. or or thinking that everybody that's smiling in their face is their friend. I wasn't willing to let that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also want them to know this is them. This is not you. Okay, this right. is not this is not nothing's wrong with you. This is something wrong with this world for allowing right. this stuff to happen. And at right. that time there were a lot of teachers involved in it and things like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And I wanted them to know, come to me. We can talk about this. And also for them to know that you have support. Okay. When mm-hmm. the whole world turns their back on you, you have support here at home. So come mm-hmm. and talk about this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My son right. works now. And he also goes through the workplace harassment. I go through workplace harassment, so we can mm-hmm. talk about that. You right. know what I'm saying? He knows mm-hmm. that it's targeting. He's not mm-hmm. wondering, like, why is everybody yeah. acting so strange? He knows right. that this is targeting. Uh-huh. You know, and that's really, that's important because before I knew it was targeting, I was, that that could make you lose your mind. Yeah. You're not knowing what the heck is going on. Why is mm-hmm. all these people following me? Why is all right. these people acting so strange? Why are people that I've known all my life turning on me? Why is right. every job I go to people doing the same thing that they did at the last job? Mm-hmm. I couldn't let my children go through that like that. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that, that I let them know they're old enough to do their own research. My daughter prefers really not to talk about it much. So right. I don't. I don't force it on her, but when there's mm-hmm. something I need to let her know, I let her know. Uh-huh. And it's up to her to receive it or not. My son, he know he definitely he does his research. Mhm. You know. And it opens up a whole new world when we know what we're working with. Right. You know, so I I mean, uh-huh. it is your child, you do what you want, and then you can also talk to him about how to um, how to deal with triggers and how to control his right. um, reactions to things that is happening and how to, for me, I had to tell myself, I'm not quitting my job. They right. can quit before they right. quit because I'm not quitting my job. Yeah, that's so how I am. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you need to let him know this is why you always feel like you want to quit your job because all right. this stuff is coming against you at work. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because when you get to the next job, they're going to do the same thing. See, he's right. thinking it's going to be better at the next job. Right. And it will be for a short period of time, in my uh-huh. experience. But then yeah. they'll pick it all up again cause, because it is targeting. It is personal. Right. And right. so once he knows these things and then you, you teach him, you know, you just go through it and and you stay there at your job because you have, you know, you're a man. You need to be able to take care of yourself. You don't let right. people run you off. And they're doing this because – they're targeting you, and they're targeting you because they targeted me. Right. You know, and that's what I told my children it, very tearfully. I was just tore up that day when I told them. But I was like, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is, this is an attack on me. And because right. you guys are my children, they're coming after you. 
but right. this has nothing to do with you. I don't want you to internalize it. It has nothing to do with you. They're right. coming after me. And they know mm-hmm. the way to hurt me is to come after you. They know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'll know? take that advice. Thank you. Okay. Anything else you want to share? I just, I just, I hate for people to go, man, it was so rough in the beginning. And I know you know that too, because you went through Mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's still hard, but not knowing is harder, I think. Right, right. So I'm really glad you came to the call. Thank you for allowing me. Yes, and I hope you come again. Anything else you'd like to say? No, that's it for today. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Star 8, if you would like to speak. Star 8, we're talking about what happened in Las Vegas and anything else you would like to talk about. I targeted and harassed. How are you? Hi, Renata. I know everything was uh, a little different this week since we had all this stuff going on in Las Vegas, but I wrote a quick little paper on this. It, it, it got a statement into it about the man, but I I just want to read this because I want to speak to all those that are involved with my targeting and I want to try to help everybody else to know that God is on the show, okay? Um, it, uh, uh, okay. The name of this paper I'm going to read is called I Am Going to Tell Everybody. Why are you stalking and harassing me when you allow Stephen Paddock to go on a shooting spree in Las Vegas? Stephen Paddock had over 200 reports of suspicious activity filed. I possibly had a couple of suspicious reports because my daughter died and life insurance money was involved. You followed me from bank to bank, credit union to credit union. You had the people at Advanced Credit Union sound an alarm if I went to make and withdraw on a debit card. I am going to tell everybody how much money you have wasted on all these years of following and stalking me. There's no reason why Stephen Paddock was not under the same stalking program that I am under. God showed me from the beginning what was being done to me. I did not understand in the beginning and still don't understand. God told me in Proverbs, and five, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. You better believe this program that made me trust in God with all my heart. And I lean not to my understanding because I don't understand but understand what's going on. He has me it all, all by and by. You know all I do is sit here and mind my own business. But yet you stalk and harass me when God permits and brings bring this to the forefront. I am going to expose everybody. Stalkers, handlers, and everybody that's involved with this. I, uh, I'm going to expose y'all. I've come to tell y'all to go ahead on because God has told me no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you see, God has given me this peace that I have, even though y'all try to take it from me. God says I have control, not y'all. I got control. I got the power. And y'all remember that. Thank you, Renata, for allowing me to say that because God is good and I love him all the time. You're very welcome. Okay, I'll put you on hold. Did you want to say anything else? 
Now, I just want to say this to everybody that, that's a true believer in the good Lord. Y'all know that y'all got to trust and believe in God because God says put our trust and faith in him. I know y'all ain't going to like this when I say y'all, some people want to trust these politicians and all that kind of stuff, but don't put y'all trust in them people because the people know all about this stuff that's going on. They know all about it. The only one that's going to bring us to this is God. And let me say this to y'all that's truly positive. Y'all should know that from the beginning, we run around here, we ran around here like kicks with our heads cut off because we didn't understand and know. You know, in God's time, and little by little, even though this took a couple of years, it takes a lot of time for some of us because we just don't want to let go and we just don't want to get in that place. But God draws us to a place where we truly, truly worship and honor him. Renata, that's why I love God and Jesus so, so much. They can could, they could do everything they want. People, when I'm out there watching them pass, I just look up to the sky and just say, good Lord, I love you so very much. And I just continue to stand there with my peace and they just drive by and I just drive by and, you know, stand there watching drive by. But I tell you this, it's, it's not coming to an end right now because I don't care how I talk about them like a dog. I don't care how many politicians I put on your show and expose them all. When I go outside, they're still out there. But you know what? Even with that, you're not putting no fear in me because God said he gave me his peace. I accept it and I love him. And I'm going to praise him. I'm going to show him that I'm a child of his. Thank you again, Renata, for letting me add that on. You're very welcome. I'll put you on hold. Okay. Star 8, if you would like to speak, then whatever is on your mind, it's important to talk, to get it out, to have the support that we all need to get through this. Hello? Yeah, how you doing, Renata? I'm good. How are you, Charles? Yeah, I'm holding up. But look, um, what you told the woman, what you told the woman before about his son, I concur. Okay, especially that he knows, especially now that he's an adult. I can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Okay, what you told the woman um, earlier about his son, all right, I concur. Okay, it's best that he knows, especially since he's an adult. You know? Yes, yes. And why why is it important, Charles? I believe she's still listening. Why is it important for, for her son to know? So he so he can be aware, okay, and you know, put up his own defenses and help her out too. Okay, they can work together. Well, that's true. We can support for one another, yeah. 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 Um, about the um, thing about Las Vegas, okay, um, I don't know if it's false flag or mentioning the candidate, all right? But a lot of this, a lot of these, uh, 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 not a, uh, all of a sudden, I came down with some type of operator. Um, can I talk to you later? Are you talking to us? Yeah, yeah. I said all of a sudden, I said I was getting just a serious operators in my hand. So can I talk to you later? Yeah, yeah. Just start eight when you want to speak, okay? All right. All right, star eight, if anybody wants to speak, star eight, anything, anybody. 
me just unmute you guys, Sam, for a while, and <clears throat> just keep your, excuse me, keep your backgrounds um, quiet. Mute yourself back if you like. Um, speak one at a time, and don't dominate the conversation. Say whatever you like, any subject, anybody. If you're unmuted, feel free to speak. Morgan, your phone is loud. Okay, feel free to speak. Let me say this tonight, uh, and maybe somebody can answer this question because uh, I want to see if I can just get an answer or an explanation of what the point they try to prove because you already know who they, who they are. They got the perks and everything going by through our lives, you know, with the pets and everything. You know, they walk up and down the alley and, and uh, you know, cause commercials. Uh, uh, you know, com- some type of commercial motion, and then they have these perks. Everybody got to then turn around and wave and put a smile on. I just tell them, tell, told the man yesterday when he pulled that stuff, go ahead on and do your job. It's supposed to be covert. You're not supposed to stand here too long and make it look overt. So just go ahead on and do your job. What is the point? What are they trying to prove with this waving? Can anybody answer that? You said what? What are they trying to prove with what? You know, like if they have a perp come out the door, you know, out the walk past you down the alley or something, they they turn back to smile, smile like they want to speak, and everybody got to wave their hand a little bit, like you know, hi or something like that. I don't know what they do, but that's why I'm asking, what is that hand just thing they that they doing? So targeted and harassed is saying as asking if anybody knows what the hand gesture of the waving is. When the perps do the waving, what is it? I, I personally, I think that a lot of that stuff is just, I don't even think it means anything. I really don't. I think it's just tactics. They're trying to see how they can get your attention. And if they get your attention, they're going to keep doing it. That's. I just see it all as stupid. Does anybody anybody experience the waving or the smiling, the smirking? Well, they basically try to annoy you, but, you know, it's pathetic. We can't just give in to their tactics. They try to do anything, a whistle, a cough, a clap, anything. It's pathetic. Don't even pay it no mind. They, they try to do anything to annoy you. and Just let them know they can't, they can't provoke you with that foolishness. I agree. And I, I think if they get your attention, they'll keep it going. One thing you said targeted and harassed, excuse me, because I'm eating. Hold on one second. One thing you said targeted and harassed, you said that it's their job. It is exactly that. That's how I see it. It is their job. It is not a noble job. It is not a job that you would take. It's not a job I would take. I tell myself a lot. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're order followers. They're they're doing. They were told to wait, so that's what they did. It's their job. It is their job. Not not a good job, but it's their job. 
Okay, the green man in the chat room says, hand gestures do not mean anything. It's all an illusion to make you act out. I agree with that. I, I strongly agree, green man. It, it's to trigger you. That's very true. That's why they're doing You know, you know I already got to the point, though, when they do different things and, you know, make just as a ride around, they got this one red car, a little small car that every time I step out the door, he yeah, he come riding around. But you know what? It's to the point now that I don't have time to act out or do anything because if I did that, I would lose my peace. But I just was wondering, was that hand just to anything or just, just like to say part of the job? And since you said it's just part of the job, because I know they all on the job, you know. But you know what? I'm going to say this to y'all. I'm going to say this to everybody, too. I, I have... So just like you say sometimes, Renata, I am so thankful that I am the one being targeted and stalked because I would not, would not, would a capital would not want to be on the hand that I got to go around watching somebody stalking and doing all them nasty and dirty things and have that spirit of evilness on me. I'm just thankful that God got me on the other side, and I want to stay with the light, and I'm going to stay here too. Thank you for letting me say that, Renata. I, I did a whole video on, I can't think of the name of it right now. I'll try to go and find it. But on how not to try to read into what they do. You know, just see it. It is what it is. Just keep it surface. Don't try to psychoanalyze what whatever it is they're doing and read into it. Oh, this means that or this means that. It's stupid. Whatever. They're, they're, all you need to know is they're trying to mind control you. That's all you need to know. They're trying to mind control you. Don't even try to figure out what they're trying to, whatever they're trying to say, because they're waiting on your interpretation. The same, oh. the same smile and the same wave they do to you, that same smirk on their face, they're doing to somebody many, many miles away to another target. They have basic tactics that they do on all of us, but we personalize it and we feel like we're the only ones they're doing this to, and it must mean something. All it means is they're trying to mind control you. They're trying to see your reaction so you can give your interpretation so they can figure out how to keep this thing going with you. They're trying to see how your mind is interpreting it. Because the same tactic you see, I will probably interpret different. It's just basic one-on-one stuff that they do to all of us. And that's why it's important to watch the YouTube videos and to listen to these calls because you will hear people say things that you experience too. But it's new to you, so you think, you know, this is a new thing and I'm the only one they're doing this to, but this is not new. This is this is in their little book of perp tactics that they do to their That's right. And then when you react to it, they make it part of your protocol. So that's why I keep showing up. They'll continue. Hi, whatever they roll out. Wait one second, please. Whatever they roll out, they'll continue it for a while. But a lot of this stuff, you'll see it'll drop off because you're not really reacting to it the way they would like you to. But the thing that you give these more severe reactions to, and they hear you talking about it, and they see you reacting to it, and it's upsetting you, and now you're avoiding things and all of that, Oh, okay, that's successful mind control. So let's keep this going, make this part of her protocol or part of his protocol. Now, I know I must have had some strong reactions to this police stuff because all these years later, they're still doing it. So they're, they're, they're keeping that part of my protocol. And, and I'm going to tell you why I believe, and I'll try not to do that 
too much. But because I was going down to um, internal affairs every day. I mean, literally, I would go to work, get off the train, and go to internal affairs to ask them, why are these police following me? So that showed them a, a severe reaction to this. Oh, this is really bothering her, this police harassment. Now, some of you get the same type of police harassment, but it does not affect you the way it affects me. It really, they know that I don't like that because I don't, I don't like uh, abusive authority, and they know that. And so they keep that part of my protocol, but that's all right. I'm getting through that too. But I'm just saying, that's how they do. They know that that really bothered me because I went down there faithfully. I have so many <laughs> reports. So many, and they know this, you know. So if they know whatever is bothering you, whatever you're reacting to, they're gonna keep it going. So just look at it all like it's just another tactic out of their little perp handbooks. That's all. It's all about mind control. That's all we need to know. They're trying to mind control us, and we're not gonna let it happen. That's all we need to know. Yes, who was that trying to speak? That was. This is Barcode, Miss Renata. Hi. How are you? What's your name again? Barcode. Oh, Barcode. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm super as usual, hanging in there. Um, as you know, I'm a victim of organized stalking, electronic torture, remote neural monitoring, um, harassment. I just wanted to add that it's all just psychological warfare. It is, right? The way that the systems are designed, they're strategically designed in order to generate a response or reaction. And so every time the quote-unquote perps, you know, the community snitches, the community policing program, every time they attempt to generate a response or a reaction out of us, the TIs, it's in order for them to measure our brain frequencies, measure our physiological responses to the external stimuli. That's why it's extremely important that we show the perps love. I'm Christian. We remain from a place of love. Everything has been strategically designed to see how we'll respond because it, in fact, is an attempt to gain massive mind control. It's not just about the TIs. The perps, believe it or not, the perps have it way worse off than the TIs do because they're under mind control. That's why they participate the way that they do. And so what, what I receive, I, re, I receive workplace uh Mobbing, harassment, stalking, simultaneously receiving electronic torture, the synthetic telepathy program. Um, you know, as you know, which I've shared on your calls previously, uh, Mrs. Murray, I've shared on your calls before that my children were removed when I reported my targeting. So I just want to send this out to any mothers, any targeted individual moms or dads out there who are taking care of their children. Please do not mention your targeting with any. Um, a psychiatrist or a doctor or a professional because you will in fact receive a diagnosis and you'll have your children removed. Uh, there are law enforcement that's actually good. There are some perps that have been forced into this that are actually good. So that being said, it's just knowing who and when to share what we're currently experiencing. Um, I've witnessed the technology being able to move objects. This uh, synthetic te telepathy technology is able to have uh, an individual's limbs 
suspended in the air. I am the true targeted individual. You know, um, my boyfriend is a perp, which I shared on your call before, which you already know, which we agreed to disagree, but I've been blessed and I have received help. It's just that they're afraid too. And so the stance that I take is, is to show everybody love. If that makes sense to everybody, even the perps, they still need love because there's two sides to every story. And a lot of the perps, they've actually been coerced to participate. It's not so much about us, the TIs. It's just so much about the greater agenda, the new world order, which is to obtain massive mind control. They're going to do way with law enforcement. Eventually, they're going to do way with law enforcement. They're just going to use machines because they want to control the populace. And so it's just going to be people and machines. And so that's what they want to do. And they're relying on the synthetic telepathy program. But in the end, God will prevail and good will prevail. And that's my two cents, and I love you, Ms. Renata, and you're, you are a positive role model for me. I'm a 40-year-old black woman. I've had everything taken from me. I'm still successful in my career, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Um, something you mentioned about your children. I'm so sorry they took your children. This, this yes, ma'am. Way, way too much. It's, it's, uh, anyway, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yes, ma'am. Going back to this video I mentioned at the top of this call, this guy, I can't think of his name. I'll find his video really uh, quickly, but I just lift him up in prayer because he he did a video. He he did a video some years ago when I, when I first became targeted. I, I ran into one of his videos, but I couldn't finish it because it was very graphic, and he was uh, he had taken a knife, and he was trying to remove a, a, what he said was a um, – microchip in his arm and he already had some thick cuts where you could tell he had tried to be it was just it was too graphic for me um however uh i hadn't really watched any of his videos since but he did one recently and you made me think about it when you mentioned your kids being taken because he he uh he's very thin in this latest video you could see his the bones in his neck and he's saying that he's in new orleans and he's homeless, and he just got out of jail. Uh, I don't recall for what, but um, he's also going into the fact that he was a foster child. I don't know if your children are foster care, but you just made me think about him. My but my he, oldest uh, was seventeen. My oldest was seventeen, and my little one was four. Uh, I saved the girl that they were trying to. It was a twenty-three-year-old young black woman they were trying to give a life a 25-year life sentence to i came forward presented the information they exonerated her so then in the state of oklahoma the police were after me at that point because they they their whole their whole case was thrown because i i consulted the appropriate parties in the prison systems they were drugging the inmates in the state of oklahoma and they they arrested police officers at the oklahoma prisons so then i became the person of interest i became the targeted individual and i received everything that came with it the organized talking electronic harassment and they were abducting my children a sick police officer in the state of oklahoma took my boy overnight I reported it, and they said, oh, it never happened. They said, no, no, it never happened. Delusional. But prior to my children being removed, the police officer that took my 17-year-old overnight, he sent his friend to my house to intimidate me. His friend said, if you say anything, we'll say you're crazy. And so, of course, you know, I was waiting for my boy to get back. I'm like, where's my son? Where's my son? And so he was like, well, uh, he's around. He's around. So he was, like, threatening me, coercing me. And so when I reported what was going on, then they, they in fact, said that, oh, it never happened. This, 
this officer didn't take your child overnight. My son begged me, crying on his hands and knees, Mama, please don't tell. Mama, please don't tell. Please don't tell. And I told what was being done. A sick police officer in the state of Oklahoma took my minor child overnight. I reported it. Had my boys taken, they said it never happened. It never happened, you know. And so those are the types of things that targeted individuals experience. They target our children too, and so that's why I oh, want. Yeah. I just I just want to save every targeted individual. I've had everything taken from me. I've had everything as I know it as my life taken from me. I'm still blessed because God has me in the palm of His hands. I'm successful. I'm blessed, and I do have great people in my life. Some of those great people, yeah, they're perps. Their purpose that they still help me to be successful. So God bless them in Jesus' name because they're just afraid. They're afraid of the technology. They're afraid of of, of what's being done. But um, I just want to save target individuals out there from having their children removed, having their families destroyed because that's that's part of the psychological trauma in order to split the personality. They induce psychological trauma on the family, on the children, so that they can split personalities at a really, really young age. So that's why they're targeting. I'm a targeted individual. Both my children targeted. And so I just continually move forward, continually evolve despite my pain. And so I just want my experience to just prevent any other CI from having their children removed when they report. Yeah, uh, I reported corruption. This officer took my son overnight. I just don't want someone saying, oh, you're delusional. Let's take your kids. I don't I don't want that happening, Ms. Renata. I do not want that happening to any other family. No more children because they're still running tests. They're still running PSYOPs on children as well. The, the, the studies are continuing, okay? It's modern day scientific study, weaponry, MK Ultra, whatever the fuck you want to, sorry, whatever you want to call it, it's going on right now. They are testing children. They're testing moms. And, of course, I'm a single black woman, a 40-year-old a black woman, so, of course, they wanted to isolate me, take my kids so that they can continually test this weaponry on me. It's a bigger picture. It's bigger than the TIs. It's bigger than the perps. The perps, they actually have it worse than we do for now they think that they're winning the perps think that they are winning for now but they're zombies they are truly under my control the ti's we're resistant to the prediction technology we're exemplary and so my biggest fear is that this technology will break up more families i i don't want my children being taken from me to be to happen in vain that's all i'm saying it's for another Sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Um, okay, so I found this guy's video. It's called Homeless Targeted Individual, and his name is Rodney Hamilton. Please lift him up, you guys. It's, it's just the saddest thing. So let me tell you what I learned from watching his video. His video is only eight minutes. I'll put it in the chat room, and if you're not in the chat room, look it up on YouTube. It's called Homeless Targeted Individual. The person who posted it is Rodney Hamilton. I learned something. I've heard the stories about foster care and how they, some of them, of course, it's not all of anything, but some of them um, mis, uh, uh, mistreat the children. They do sexual acts on the children. They beat the children. They treat them wrong. They, they just use them as a paycheck. They're on the government agenda. All of that kind of thing. Okay, I've heard but what I learned from uh, listening to Rodney yesterday, he said that he was a foster child. His siblings, I don't know if these are his foster siblings or um, his natural siblings. I'm not sure. He didn't go into detail. But he said that they were all abused. They were all MK MKUltra while they were in 
foster care, uh, that they were forced to uh, commit sexual acts against each other or on each other. He said a lot of sexual things happened to them, a lot of MK culture programming happened to them. Now, this is what I learned. I've heard all of, all of those kind of stories before. This is something I had never heard. He said as they got older and they were about to leave foster care and go into adulthood and out on their own, they started setting them up for crimes to, to silence them as a way to silence them. I had never heard that. I had never considered that. That is very, very sad. He said one of the siblings, and again, I don't know if it's natural sibling or foster sibling, but one of them is doing like 30 or 40 years in prison because they were set up. Uh, the sister, he said, is doing, I don't know, 20, 30 years, and he just got out of jail. And they're trying to set him up. So he said that they set the foster children up with crimes as a way to silence them. That is that's beyond me. It's not enough that they destroyed the children by all this stuff, They, you know, this MK Ultra stuff, but then they target them throughout their lives, so they're targeted because of the foster care system. That's sad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the Lord. I can't take it. It's like every day it's just some just – I just feel so bad for him. So he's he's in New Orleans starving and uh, anyway. So that's what I learned about foster care. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that demonic. It's just terrible. Really, really bad. And so many uh, TIs have had their children removed from them. I had it happen to me, and it's it's not a good experience. Mine were not foster care. My son was, uh, as you guys know, kidnapped from the emergency room by the state and put in a mental facility. Um, so they do these things. They come after our children. What better way to get to the parent than through the child, than to mess with your child? So that's what they do. Um. Anybody else? Anything? I had another thought I wanted to ask you guys. How many of you have some sort of law enforcement, masons, firemen, ambulance drivers, any kind of first responders in your neighborhood? Because I'm noticing that amongst targets that these people are in our neighborhood. I just found out one of my neighbors is an Eastern Star, which makes sense. It totally makes sense. They're Masons and Eastern Stars. It makes sense. I have a law enforcement person on the block. And I just wonder if any other targets have these type of people in their neighborhoods. Neighborhood watch on the block. I have all that on, on my block. <laughs> Which I, you know, I didn't notice that at first, but now I'm thinking like, hmm, okay. these people are set up in the neighborhood, and then it makes you wonder if it was orchestrated for you to live where you live. Mm-hmm. Close by these people, so these people can watch you and target you. <clears throat> Just an observation. Maybe you guys don't have that in your neighborhoods, but I do.
Okay. Anything else, you guys? If not, we'll close if you guys don't have anything you want to talk about. Anything? Anybody? Boys open. Oh, someone's pressing. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You were asking how many of us have law enforcement in our neighborhood? Um, law enforcement, first responders, neighborhood watch, Masons. Okay. Well, well here's what I have. Um, where I was originally living before I moved about a block away, um, mm-hmm. two houses down were some men that are in the DTF, the drug task force here. But um, one of them has a felony uh, crystal methamphetamine charge on his record. And I don't even know how you can work for the drug task force when you have something like that. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, and he never leaves home. And also, a lady in um, a military, like a somebody in military fatigue, came in a white unmarked van one time. And um, when the van left, the man who lived there was driving instead of the person who, instead of the lady who drove it over there. Hmm. Like, I, I know that he's one of my perps. He also has an antenna. I don't know. Um, here in the south, a lot of people still have their antennas up, even though they're they're analog antennas. Mm-hmm. And he's got he's got one that's on a cage, but instead of being next to the house where everyone's antenna is, it's moved to like an oddball place in the middle of his yard. And I swear it's got a remote firing thing at the top where, of course, he's not leaving a weapon up there during the day. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's shoved up like in the middle of some trees. I know he's one of my perps. I know he is. Yeah, there have been several people who see things that are kind of and like you said, an odd location. One person saw some things in his tree. Well, and he's got a drug charge, and, he, and somehow he's still on the drug task force, even with a felony drug charge. Like, how is that even possible? I know. That's really interesting. That's some backwoods. That's some backwoods stuff right there. Wow. Hmm. So do you have do you have any um law enforcement or first first responders in your neighborhood? Uh just those two DTF guys, you know, and that's that's all that are close to me. Well yeah, that's and law the, the one with drug charge, he never he never leaves home. Like literally he is there every day and there are other cars that come and park at his house and everybody's always like, Oh, that copy never leaves home. I said, Yeah, he he works from home. <laughs> <laughs> He's on your case. You have him on your case. Yeah, he he works yeah. from home. He's a watcher. Yeah. He, yeah, he's more than that. Yeah, unfortunately, but and you know, a lot of these people, they uh, we we think that they're a lot of these perps are um, boots on the ground that they're out there following everybody and all that, but they do things on their computer as well. Oh yes. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Well, my my perps I don't, don't have the most training here. In the last year, they've come a long way. I'm real proud of them. But they were uh, we had some real issues at the beginning where I know that uh, that they were trained better than that. Surely, they were making some pretty big mistakes at first. Yeah. Hmm. Well, sometimes it takes them a while to get set up, you know, and then they do whatever they do. But they've come a long way off. Always offer something to eat and something to drink. 
you know, but they no, nobody ever, no, n- never any takers. Yeah. I tell them goodbye when I leave. I tell them, uh, uh, you know, hello when I come back home from work. You're funny. <laughs> You're funny. Now, do you do you deal with targeting at work? I do. I actually do work right next door to my house. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. your background is noisy. I don't think that's me. No, no, not you. I'm talking to Donna. I just unmuted Donna, but I muted her back because it's noisy. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm targeted just as heavy. I work right next door to where I live. Oh, do you? Okay. And in someone's home, I'm a caregiver for an elderly lady, and so I, I'm targeted as much there, I would say, as here, except for at my house, I have a 13-year-old cat who's mm-hmm. targeted very heavily. Yeah, they don't exempt the animals. They get it, too. You know, and that guy that I was talking about, the one that, that never leaves his house, he works from home, he's got a mm-hmm. really, really old, um, like, Pomeranian puppy. You know, and I would never, I would never take out on that puppy, on that old dog, you know, what this man has done to me. And I don't understand how he can have an animal like that in his house, and yet he can torture my senior citizen cat. Well, these people are satanic, so, I mean, that's nothing to I them. Think, they, 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 sacrifice animals, they sacrifice animals all the time, especially cats. <laughs> well, they put a dead black cat in front of my house, so. Mm. They do it. Unfortunate, very sad. They do. Okay, Donna, I'm going to unmute you again. Hello, Donna. Hi, Renata. How are you? Happy Sunday. Hi, everyone. Um, I was, for sure, a couple things. They killed my kitty, Julie, and uh, that broke my heart. I had her whole lot of my life, and watching what they were doing to us and her and everything. Um, I'd like to have an animal, but I just couldn't put it through it anymore. Uh, I keep thinking somewhere in the back of my mind that there'll be an opening someday where I can have an animal to love again, but not so far. Anyway, um, and about the different official people, EMPs, they are really in it. Um, Yeah, I think it's just somebody in every sector. I don't think everybody knows about everything, or maybe they know, but they don't know that maybe you are involved in the targeting. Then they go away, like they may be on your side, and then they go away and they come back and they have a smirky look on your face like, oh, uh, you know, it's all different. So well, the question uh, was Donna. The question was, are they do do uh, do you notice that any of these type of people live in your neighborhood? The first responders, the police, the uh, masons, or you know. Oh my gosh! Since I became aware of <laughs> masons, I found out that my own mother and father-in-law were masons and Eastern Star and everything. But I had no idea of the affiliation and all that. Um, 
and I and I uh, was in a very curious car wreck when my children were in nine and twelve, and uh, I couldn't prove who did it, and um, and I couldn't watch all three of my sons. Um, I I had I was going to every kind of medical doctor you can think of, so and trying to work too. Um, and uh, so I had to let my two older ones go live with their dad 80 miles away by my family, and I kept my youngest with me. So um, I know that that was set up, and there's been a couple other setups. And uh, that MK Ultra breaking of the family and devastating everybody, I know what that is uh, more than once. But... What I was going to say, yeah, about those people when I was in Arizona, I lived less than three minutes away from fire department and police department. And there was one officer that took me under his wing, and uh, he was like a lifeline to me. And, And then there was this one, the young ones sometimes are just like, creepy punkish, and this one, he he would look at me, he would come, I'd call, I'd call 911 over and over, and he would come and he'd show up, and I'd start telling him about the drug activity around there, which there was. People were cooking like fiends around that neighborhood, and their kids were coming down with cancer and everything else, and uh, he would look straight in my face, and he would say, you did not see that. I'd go, yes, I did see that. (laughs) And he would try pulling that on me. So finally, um, my officer that took me under his wing, which he is now dead, and I don't know if that was set up or not. I don't know. But um, he he was watching for drug bust and um, drug activity in this bar. And so he was going after this guy or guys, and the one shot him and killed him. And when I was up there um, on one of his calls, he told me, he said, Donna, I'm sorry. He said, I've been on this force for 18 years. I'm getting ready to retire. I am 125% about my family. And I said, that's all you have to say. And it was all he had to say. If he he knew what was going on, but if he interceded, he would lose his whole life's work, just like I have. So, um, so these people that are silent, because someone mentioned earlier um, on the call that people uh, that some people that she knows are involved, but let me see, I can't remember how she put it. So I'm a paraphrase because I can't remember. But some people um, who she considers friends, she knows they're involved, but they would be targeted if they weren't. Almost like she gives them a pass. I, I don't give people a pass because I don't think you should do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it depends. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on her affiliation with the person. Uh but I know uh, there was someone in my family in Arizona that was married to somebody that went to prison, 
and they offered her to be able to go in and out uh, during her sentence if she would just, uh, well, anyway, they didn't say exactly, like, say things or spy on people or something. But I saw her sitting out, and I got chemicals one day, and she was supposed to be in prison. So, uh, yeah, um, I forget what your question was, but that happened. Can you find a justification in your mind for people who go along with targeting uh, to save their own selves from getting targeted? themselves or their family members, because I heard one perp say that he was threatened that his family would be tortured, so he just went ahead and became a perp. Is there any justification? That's that's a really, for me, never, but that's a really hard call, you know. I don't know everyone's situation. Uh, What if you had a a child that was dying from something? You know, what would you do? Go ahead and put his head on the chopping block. I, you know, there's many, many situations. Only God can deal with it all. Uh, for me, no, absolutely not. And um, but then again, if it were one of my children, I, no, I still don't think I could. Um, I'd have to move away to another planet or something. Uh, but you know, I was living. Uh, in a beautiful loft apartment, and there was an EMT and his girlfriend that lived down below me, and I would see them hauling up these, um, like, aluminum, shiny aluminum. It looked like a chair structure. It might have been a a structure of a chair or some kind of a piece of furniture or something. And then I would hear suction cups on the wall uh, after they moved the refrigerator away from the wall. Now, I've heard that in a couple of apartments. They move the refrigerator away from the wall. You hear these suction cups on the wall, and then you start getting all this weird activity with the um, vibration, currents, microwaves, all of it. Um, Someone said, oh, there's nothing to that. Well, I know there is something to it because it's happening in two or three apartments I've been in. But, yeah, the people they live all, the police, uh, you know, the police were... Let me tell you, don't go anywhere in Arizona. They are very, very uh, funded for it or something because, I mean, I saw big red shiny cars sitting outside the police uh, the police uh, apartments where I live and with red, with, with West Virginia uh, license plates, you know, and it just all sorts of things. And if you study West Virginia, it's like off the chart for this kind of thing. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's everywhere. I've been in the rich areas. I've been in not so um, rich areas, just kind of regular. um, And it's just in every every, uh, sector, every neighborhood. But what I'd like to ask is, um, I find myself, like I was up till 6.30 in the morning the other day, um, day before yesterday, and I could not get to sleep because of the frequencies, and um, 
I'm wondering if there's anyone that is up like all night that would be willing to um, have phone calls late at night. Well, your goal should be to try to get to sleep, Donna, because we need sleep. Try um, put uh, sleep on the train. Well, sometimes, let me put it this way. Sometimes I'm so emotionally upset. There's no way I can sleep, and I need I need someone to talk to. Okay, have you tried the sleep on the train meditation? Oh, my God. I don't know anybody who will stay woke after putting this on. It's called sleep oh. on a train. Uh-huh. It, will knock, it will knock you out. It will put you to sleep. Really. Okay. I'll, send you the, I'll send you the link. It's called sleep on a train. Okay. There's more than one, but there's one I like in particular. Yeah, uh-huh. put that on. You'll go to sleep. I guarantee you. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's really good. I enjoy it very much. Okay. Well, but, still, but, but, still, but still, Donna, you can go ahead and say what you were saying that you would like someone to talk to if anybody's listening. Go ahead. Well, I'll I mean, sometimes I find myself in a really mentally distressed place, like 3.30 or before that or after that. And I'm just wondering if there's anyone else that... Uh, would like to have conversation, like in a in a moment. Not just not just hello, how you doing? Friendship and stuff. You know, at those hours, I, I I'm saying that this is like anybody that would uh, feel like having those kinds of conversations. What was that? Um, I think that's just someone's background. If if anyone would uh, like to uh, give their phone number or share uh, their phone number with Donna, you can send me a – you can either give it now if that's what you want to do, or you can send me an email and I'll make sure she gets it. Donna's up late night and sometimes would like someone to talk to. So if you're up late night and you don't mind talking, let us know. I'm a 9 o'clock person, Donna. <laughs> Your what? I'm a 9 p.m. person, if at all possible. Which that well, that's possible. part of my problem is that I I had two businesses going, so you know I wasn't a late sleeper or anything. Uh, now I can't even wake up for church. Of course, I wasn't taking things like melatonin and GABA back then either. But uh, you know, and I wasn't being fried and burned and and pricked and all those things either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. We go through a lot. Well, if anyone uh, sends me an email, I'll definitely make sure you get it. Okay, thank you, Renata. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Have you guys been challenging yourself? You have got to challenge yourself. Uh, challenge ourselves to get past whatever we as individuals need to get past. Uh, I don't think last week, I don't think we did a challenge, a group challenge. I don't think so. Well, let me see. Any, anything, anybody have anything good happen in their life? I know something good happened, so share with us what's good in your life. Anything for me, I'm really proud of myself. I, was tell, I told myself twice in the mirror today that I was proud of myself for for doing all those stairs, walking all those stairs that I walked this morning. 
because it, uh, physically I did not want to do it, but I forced myself to do it, and I feel good, much better, because I was in a place this week was very heavy targeting, really heavy. A lot of stuff happened in one week. Um, so I knew I had to get myself to a better place, and I'm uh, I'm very proud of myself for walking those stairs. So that's what's good with me. Anybody else? Anything good? You feel good? Is things a little bit better? Did you handle a situation um, in a good way when you could have handled it in the wrong way or anything? You see your kids this week? You talk to someone you enjoy talking to? Anything? Everybody should be able to think of something good. Really? Did you go to church? Did you listen to a pastor? On the radio, on YouTube, anything? Nothing good. That's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. You got. You can't think of anything good. That's not good. Not good at all. I'm glad I was able to join in on this chat because I haven't had anyone to talk to in 20 years. So I am very glad. Oh, wow. Well, we are glad to have you, and welcome, and prayerfully you will come back. Mm -hmm. I really hope that you do come back, Um, which which brings me to another thing. The time of this call has changed tentatively for everybody listening. Some of you already know this. This week has started at 1230. If you are not on the distribution list for this call, please send me an email, R-E-M-U-2, at hotmail.com, and ask me to put your name on the list because every Sunday I send out an invitation to let you know that the call is coming the following day on a Sunday. Uh Every Saturday, excuse me, I send it out. Um, But things are changing a little bit because now I have an obligation at the time that this call normally would start, which is 12 Pacific time, 3 Eastern. Now, because I have something to do until noon, it's going to start a little late, but I don't know what time from week to week. So uh, that's why you need to be on a distribution. And when you do get the invitation, click all the way in it because I'm going to put the time every week. Okay, this week we're starting at 1230. Next week it might say we're starting at 1. I don't know. I'm going to try to keep it as close to the normal time as possible. So it's really important to be on the distribution. If you call in next Sunday and we're not here yet, check back in 30 minutes. I'll probably just run late because I have that thing going on now on Sundays, okay? Some Sundays we might start on time if my husband can do it and I don't have to do it, so. Renata. Yes. This is off the off the cuff. I'm just changing the subject. This is totally different. This is just talking. I just wanted to share this with you because you uh, you and I, you, you know where I'm coming from with this. Just talk. Um I was I was looking at YouTube one day last week, and they had this uh, video on there about Little Richard, and he was given an interview. He said he hadn't given an uh, interview for years. He ain't even four years old. He, he didn't have on none of that makeup. He you know he talked about how he turned turned his life around. He was a God loving man, and you know he 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 gave a he gave a good talk, and he's a good speaker. And God is using him mightily in this age that he had to be a spokesman for God, because I was just so glad to see, you know, you wouldn't recognize him. He didn't have his hair all constant process. It was just the man, little Richard, you wouldn't even know him. But I was just so thankful to see 
he had turned his life around and how how, how well he was just a spokesman for that. I just wanted to share that with you in case you do want to look at that video if you had to see how he's turned his life around. Thank you. I'm going to look for that. Can you, you send me the Huh? Well, I'll probably find it. Never mind. I was going to ask you to send me the link, but I'll probably find it. I would love to see that. Yeah, just put that up on uh, on YouTube. It, it'll probably come up one in one of his late, latest, uh, uh, you know, last, uh, what you call it, speeches. He was on some show and he gave that talk about how he didn't uh, do interviews and everything. But you wouldn't know little Ricky. You're not going to recognize him without all that makeup on because he's, a, he's not a light-skinned man in real life. He's a brown-skinned man. Look at somebody putting some old, uh, old crap up there in the uh Conversation, what you call it, the chat part of the paper. Somebody always mm-hmm. has some something to say. And try to, see, that's what somebody said. Okay, I'm going to add this. I was listening at YouTube, and they said something about uh, they have something they call Newton's Law. When everything is going smooth and at an uh, even pace, they're trying to bring something in it to, to throw it off. Yeah. Place. And, and here you got this ride in form, and I can't even talk and say what I'm saying about little Bridges. And this Jackass, come putting this up there in the uh, <laughs> in the in the, in the chat room. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It is. But it's just comical of the things that they do. Especially when we now have come to the point that we, you know God has shown us to look at look through all this and see through all this. And why in the heck would he want to put something like that and say all the nasty and dirty things? Well, we ain't paying him no attention. But I tell you what, it did get me off the subject about talking about little Richard and. Uh, you know, talking about God and going to, in another way to, uh, you know, to, to start looking at this. So they do things, and this is a perfect example of how they throw this mess in. But now I just want to say that. I don't pay any attention to these perps who come through here in this chat room. It used to be way worse than this. Way, way Miss way Renata? Worse. I don't pay attention because I know who I am and I know who they are and I know where they're going. If they continue Ms. down Renata? the path on the hill. Yes. Okay, this is Barcode again. Good news. Uh, I was recently promoted to a designer at my job. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So um, there was an increase in my income, my annual income, as well as uh, the load of responsibility. So despite the fact that I am a targeted individual, which all of law enforcement, they're well aware of where I currently reside, and my job, they're aware of my targeting. They know that my kids were taken. There's no secrets. I, 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 I'm, I'm very transparent. And so good news, as a TI, I just try to blend in, and I act like this is not happening. Despite the fact that they know, the police know my kids were taken, and I do date police officers. They know my kids were taken. They still, I still date them, and they know. So it's no secret. And so I think transparency is important. Just don't discuss the targeting. And so, yeah. I received a substantial, significant increase in my pay structure, as well as my responsibility load, and I just work extremely hard to just blend in and act like it's not happening. I do receive workplace mobbing, so when they come in, I just stay in character, quote-unquote character, and I act like it's not happening, even though I know that they're there to set me up and try to frame me to make it seem like I'm doing something wrong. When I'm not, but I just pray. I I use God in Jesus' name as my source. So I just wanted to share some news that Target, you can still, you know, make good money, have a great life, and still receive phenomenal support, even from law enforcement, government agencies, but just don't discuss your targeting with them. 
discuss your targeting with, you know, uh, targeted individual awareness, you know, um, PACs, Renata Murray, you know, GMN Ken, Barry Trawler, just discuss it with the appropriate parties. That's all I'm saying. So I want to share my two cents. So, yeah, something good has happened within the last two months. Miss, I, I want to share this with you. All of us is truly targeted. It's no no secret about our lives and what we do. We it's nothing that we can hide from anybody. Everything we say is being recorded and heard. So it's no no such thing as secret secrecy with us. But we might as well stand on top of the roof and shout it out to everybody because every word we say and everything about us is already exposed. We don't have no exposure to hide anything. It's already out there. So it's nothing that we can hide. And so, you know, it's not speaking to this one, not speaking up to that. They already know everything I'm saying, everything I'm saying. But we as two targets, and you, and, uh, and you too, if you say you're a target, target, they already know what you're saying and what you're doing. It's nothing here. Believe me when I tell you this. When this all come out, you're going to see what I'm saying about that. But I do want to say thank you and congratulate you on your move up and everything that you got and all that kind of stuff. But believe me, it's no hiding. Thank for, you. Uh, we, we can't hide. We can't hide. Now, there's nothing here about this. About this. I Amen. This, every. Every way, every move I make, everywhere I go, they're there. They're looking at everything, Amen. everything you do. It's nothing, it's nothing hidden with us. Nothing. I, Amen. I and I, and I still date. I still date the police officers. I still date the feds, and they know that my kids were taken. They know about my targeting, but they just seem to be cool. I like law enforcement because they seem to to be more tactful than the perps do. But there are some perps out there that I still date. And they look out for me because they're afraid too. And so I'm saying we're all in this together. Ultimately, it's about saving the planet. Ultimately, it's about saving our planet. It doesn't matter. Believe in yourself because they're not they not working for you. You know what? Don't let them deceive you. And you know what? You can get. Well, I'm not deceived. I'm just, I'm just trying to blend in and act like I'm not a non-consensual human test subject. You think they're in your favor. You are highly I don't. I don't. I, I never thought that. that. You that you I never thought that. They're not looking out for you. No, they're not. I'm an experiment. I'm a project. But I, I still believe that ultimately at the end of the day when all is said and done, us as human beings, we're all in this together. We so I'm, just trying, together. I'm trying to get along. I'm trying to move forward. All of us getting along together. Perp, TI, whoever, we've all ultimately got to come together from a place of love. It's not us versus them. It's all of us. Okay. We're not we're a United States citizens. We're not a consensual human Wait a minute, you guys. I want to say something, okay? And if anybody else wants to weigh in on this, please do. But let's talk one at a time and not holler. Um, I just find that really very interesting. Um that you're saying that you date perps and you date police officers, which there's nothing wrong with um, dating police officers. All police officers are not bad people. We we know this. I hope everybody knows that because they're not. There are some, but not every police officer is bad. Okay, but I think it's so interesting how you keep stressing how you date police officers but you don't mention the targeting or the fact that your children have been taken, which I think that's very wise. Um, I think what you're trying to say is you just try to go on with your life as normal. But the fact that you're going out of your way 
to date these particular type of people is really interesting to me. Now, why would you knowingly date a perp? That is interesting because a perp, I could, I could, I could see the police officer if you, you know, if you know they're not in your in on your targeting, but if they're in on your targeting and they're a police officer, that would make them a perpetrator. Okay, but maybe they're not. Okay, so we'll put them over there. But the perps, you're knowingly dating perps. Wow, that's very interesting to me because they're not in your best interest. I don't care how nice they come off or how well you think you're going on with your life. They are there to destroy you. So I just find that really interesting. Now, they may not do day-to-day things to hurt you, but I'm telling you, those people are bought and paid to enter your life. So you're like a, um, I mean, someone's being paid to date you. Or even if they're not being paid, someone's being sent to date you. That's interesting to me. I, I, I couldn't see it, but I mean, to each his own. Uh, okay, I have to wrap it up because, again, I have to go. I have to get my daughter to work. Um, so start eight. Uh, make your comment very brief, okay? This is interesting. I wish this would have came up at the beginning because this is an interesting thing here. Okay, go ahead. Hello, Jerome. Hello. Okay, put you on hold. You have to be there, you guys. Make your comments quick, please. Hello. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi, Renata. This is Samantha. How are you? Good. And you, Samantha? I'm fine. I just wanted to say that we are in spiritual warfare. This is bigger than just some perp deciding to protect himself or his family. This is part of the occult. We cannot play nice with the devil by no means. I I pray against this all day long. They call me crazy for doing it. See, if you understand that, it's just not about targeting. They sacrifice children. They do rituals over children. It's bigger than just the targeting. We cannot play with the devil because he's not playing with us. We have to We have to go, go. I'm telling you, we have to fight the good fight of faith. Well, I, we have to pray if we think that we can engage with these heathens. I'm sorry. I am so, so sorry. Yes, they might call a repentance. Yes, they might change, uh, you know, change and, and become saved and repent. But if you really knowing that somebody is trying to hurt somebody, that somebody is trying to uh, uh, sow discord, even God hates that. Somebody that's trying to shed innocent blood, God says he hates that. We cannot go along with these people, not by no means whatsoever. We are actually helping them hurt other people. So we have to we have to fight the good fight of faith against this thing. It's all or nothing, all or nothing. And God, I believe, and, and, and if I'm wrong, I believe God will not be pleased. He said you either got to hate one and love the other. And it's not mm. that I physically hate them perks, but I hate what they do. And they do wickedness to people. To people, to children. Right. That's a good. That's a really good point, Samantha. So, why would you want to engage in that? Why would you want right. to be affiliated with someone like that? And me personally, right. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm very sensitive to energy, and I don't want them in my space, nowhere in my space. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. And like you said, morally, 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't even be friends with someone who I know as a perp. Never mind the dating thing, but just a friend. I have relatives that are perps, and I am sure they're perps. I have nothing to do with them because they are being evildoers right now, and I want no parts of it, period. Even if they don't share it with me, I don't want to be in their presence because they are working to take down humanity, and I I want no parts of it. So I strongly agree with you, Samantha. That was a really good point you brought out. Okay. Those people are immoral. They're immoral. They're doing this immoral and illegal, by the way. So why would you want to? Why? And you know what? They're probably thinking to themselves, we can eventually get her to go along with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So thank you. I'm glad you brought that out. Really good. Okay. God bless. Hmm, you too. That's a good, good point Samantha brought up. Hello, Jerome. Yeah, hi. We have about six, five or six minutes, you guys, so share the forum, please. There's two other people. Go ahead. Okie dokie. Um, what you were saying, first and foremost, um, I'm always trying to put some fun in my uh, in my life and to put a little sunshine in my business, so. What? Trying to keep it on a positive note. Enjoy. Can't hear you. Your phone's cut now. I'm sorry. I've been in the basement. Yeah, I just do my thing and I try to uh, enjoy my uh, enjoy myself. You know, uh, I do the karaoke. I just I just keep things positive because, it, like you said, they throw a lot of negative, a lot mm-hmm. of satanic nonsense, a lot of things at you. So I try and keep it positive with uh, you know balance it out with positive activities, singing. Dancing, going to the park, working out. There's still a kung fu for God knows how long. So, you know, I do that, the meditation, the affirmations. So I keep it positive, and I'm just enjoying the weather because I know that winter will be here soon. So I just, uh, you know, I try and catch the moments, these sunny moments. Yeah, it feels like July now, actually. We've been getting 20-something, 20 this, high 20s, so I'm just enjoying it. I've been enjoying the, uh, the weather. Good. That's mostly it. Okay, thank you, Jerome. Okay, thank you. Okay, uh, if you guys want to weigh in real quick, the lady share with us that she um, she she dates perps and police officers, and we all need to coexist together and get along and all that good stuff. Hello. Hi, uh, Renata. It's Lauren. Real quick, I I could I feel a lot of things. Uh, I wasn't prepared to hear hear what I just heard. Okay. But uh, we're dividing up, and you're either on the dark or the light. Uh, no way do I want a perp even under, you know, sitting at my dinner table. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Um, that's the basis of. In do fact, you think I was, that's mind control, I, Lauren? Do you think that's mind control? That uh, yes, yes, thinking? I do. And okay. it brought back something uncomfortable when I work on my trafficking calls. A lot of times, when they get you infiltrated like that. They want to take you out and punch her and bring back to them other victims, like a spider's death. Do you understand? It's dangerous. Right. That's what I was thinking. Now they can get her to, to uh, slither through the TI community and offer other victims. I'm sorry to say it that way, but it happens in the trafficking, trafficking arena. That's how a lot of women are utilized. Do you understand what I mean? 
Yeah. So so it gets very dangerous for us as targets to want to befriend another target who thinks that's hope. Dangerous. Um, also, Renata, I hope you can join me. Uh, I'm going to do end time today at 7 o'clock p.m. And uh, in fact, I was going to mention something like that, a passage that I read of the Bible. We're living in the last days. Mm-hmm. I, I, that bothers me. I, I don't want to even go into it anymore, Renata. I, I want to get off. I, it bothered me. I don't, I don't have anything else to say about that. It bothers me. That is disturbing. Thank you, yes. Lauren. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. I have to run, you guys. I have to get my baby to work. Hello? New Jersey? Hello? Okay, well, Renata. Yes, hi, Charles. Okay, yeah, Renata. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Um, as far as what the uh, woman said about um, her dating the person and all that. Okay, she's living in La La Land. Okay, she's definitely a person that's living in La La Land. She thinks she can live on both sides of the fence. It ain't gonna happen. Okay, she's gonna get destroyed behind it. Okay, playing games like that. That's a good game. point, Charles. Good point. No. Go ahead. You know, playing, you know, playing games with herself and stuff like that. Okay, it's very dangerous, and she, you know, she's going to get messed up in the end. Um, um. And I want, it. I want to say something while you're thinking about your next point. We are definitely, definitely not trying to attack you. We are concerned. Right. We are concerned because they have you where they want you. Mm-hmm. You're trusting mm-hmm. them. You're hanging around them. And like Charles said, in the end, their goal is to destroy you. Prayerfully, it never happens. But that yeah. belief, that's their goal. If you are truly a targeted individual, which if, if you say you are, you are, because we, we know the signs um, and we know what's happening in our individual lives, but they, they're out to destroy all targeted individuals, and you're no different. So we're just trying to, you know, help you to see what you may not see. That's all. We're not trying to attack you. Go ahead. And also, and also, what um, what uh, what the other woman um commented on about um, you know, you know, there are times okay, there'd be moments and stuff where they try to repent and okay, they sincerely try to repent. Okay, yeah, that that is a factor. Okay, that you should consider. But don't get lost. Don't get lost in the in some dream world, thinking that you can actually play games and be on both sides of the fence and all that. Okay, because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna turn out bad in the end. And another thing I found is that it's hard to change them. Have you ever tried to to talk to or reason with a person who you consider to be a perp and try to explain to them, you know, I'm being targeted and you know, don't. Hopefully, you won't take partake partake in this. Those people are so mind controlled themselves that there's really not much you can do to change them. Only God can change them. So, I mean, even if they do repent, they come clean. There's other people in the world today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just be careful. Just be careful. That's it. Thank you, Charles. Okay, you guys, I think everyone who wanted to speak was able to speak. Um, Star 8, this is your last chance. If you want to say something, Star 8. 
Okay. We're going to end the call. Let me see. I think Jerome wants to say one more thing. Hello? Were you trying to say something, Jerome? Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to end the call, you guys. I thank you. Uh, I didn't really come up with a challenge. I did come up with a challenge, but I think we did that one already. So um, figure out a way. The challenge is to figure out a way to challenge yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, challenge yourself this week because challenges is how we grow, okay? And we definitely need to grow. So uh, just find a way to challenge yourself individually. Yeah. So there's no personal challenge today or? I couldn't think of one. You have one for us? Well, you know what? Um, I will say this. Uh, Challenge people to be better than they were in the previous week. So just make forward steps into trying to improve yourself as a person. Try try not to let this thing dominate your life. Try not to be so engrossed in this targeting program that you forget who you are, forget who you used to be. So try and make forward steps to the person that you used to be if you've lost yourself. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone. Okay, so to sum it up, take steps towards being a better you this week. Okay? Is that is that what you is that a good way to describe it? Yes, I agree. Thank you. So that's our challenge, you guys. Jerome gave us a challenge, and you you too can give us challenges. Okay, I don't have to be the one to think of them. Sometimes it's hard to think of one. So Jerome said that we're just going to try to be better, better this week than we were last week, and I think that's great, Jerome. Thanks for that. That's the challenge for this week. I'm going to write it down so I'll remember. And when I'm in the midst of whatever I'm in the midst of, I'm going to think about this <laughs> and try. Okay. Thanks so much, Jerome. Thank you. Lauren has to say hello. Oh, Lauren. hi, Renata. I'm sorry. When we talked, everyone, if you want to join me, end time starts at 7 p.m. I forgot to give you my call. I'm on talk show. 144771. Thank you. One, four, four, seven. What time does it start, Lauren? Um, it's seven PM Eastern Standard Time. That would be um that would be four four yeah. Four o'clock, four o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Four Pacific. Four o'clock, okay. okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. Okay, thank, thank you, Renata. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. And I'm gonna try to listen in. Uh I'll be on the road, so I probably won't talk, but I will listen. Okay, um, you guys, have a have a blessed week. Thank you for all the visitors. I hope you guys come back to the lady who was sharing about dating the perps and the police officers. Please don't take offense. Um, sometimes when we're not in it, we can see more clear. If it was something in my life, you could probably see it more clear than, than, than I because you're not in it. You know, you have no emotions wrapped up in it, no feelings. So, that's all we were trying to do, and that's what we do on this call. We try to help each other. So hopefully you did not take offense to anything that was said because it was not meant to be offensive. All right. Thanks, you guys. Have a blessed week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to open up the invitation so that you can see what time the call starts next week, but I think it will start at the same time as today, which was 1230. But there's a small possibility that it might start on time. So check your email. And if you want to get on the distribution for this call, please send me an email, remu2 at hotmail.com. God bless you guys. Talk to you next Sunday. God bless. Thank you.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.